In today's session, we will review the 1099 lawsuits against child support. Independent contractors, or what is normally called 1099 uh, workers, they can sue child support. Let's get started. In our economy, which is also called the gig economy, we have independent workers or 1099 workers. They're barbershops, nurses aid, drivers such as Uber or Lyft. And what the child support agency does, they include them in their calculations for child support as if they are W-2 or employee. But we're here to tell you that if you are one of those independent workers under the, the program of child support, you can file a lawsuit. In addition, you can file a small claims lawsuit against them for approximately up to $5,000. Let's get started. Delegation of authority. We have not covered delegation of authority, but let's do a part of it here. Independent workers, or for sure 1099 workers, are classified by the Internal Revenue Service or the IRS. Wherein as their policy is you cannot wage garnish a 1099 worker. We have a video on this channel called Know Your Rights. Uh, we talk more about how to defend your rights. Here, next, is the Supreme Court case called Monell versus New York, and it reads, There can be no doubt that Title 42, 1983, was intended to provide a remedy to be broadly construed against all forms of official violation of federally protected Rights. Again, that's Monell versus New York, Supreme Court decision. Hello, my name is Chris, and on this channel, we show you how the child support agency comes into conflict with your rights. We are not a law firm or attorneys, but we provide you research and information on the law. And we rely on the statute or a decision called NAACP versus Button, where it says that non-lawyers can assist members, the public, with explanation or understanding of the law and will not be charged. So let's discuss further. It is my opinion that 45 CFR 264.30, it's where all men are enrolled in the child support program. However, some do not have an active case. So in section one, it says state agencies must refer all appropriate individuals in the family for whom the child who has not had paternity established or for whom the child support order needs to be established. We have a video called Defending Your Rights. This is where you could use this to understand what this section actually means. As we said, all men are enrolled in the program. So let's take a look at what is called the executive order from the President of the United States. It's dated January 19, 2017. This is where the Child Support Agency asked Congress to include independent workers or 1099 workers into the statute for child support. Well, I'm here to tell you that that provision was rejected by the president. Now, there are folks around saying that the current president actually signed that into the executive order. 
I'm here to tell you, which is on the screen, that is not true. The current president was, re- was put in place on January 20th, 2017, which means the prior president, Barack Obama, is the one who signed it into law, and his signature appears on the document on the screen. Again, if you're going to quote this section regarding work 1099 workers, please be accurate with the information. So out of the executive letter, what was decided? For child support to have the authority or delegated authority from Congress, they have jurisdiction over employees, which is are called W-2 workers. However, they do not have jurisdiction or the authority over non-employees and independent contractors. That was rejected in the executive letter. Employees who are both employees and non-employees are those who receive both a W-2 and a 1099. We haven't completed a video on that. So what we're asking is please like and subscribe our, our, our ch- to our channel. As soon as we release that video, you'll be notified. So now let's look at the Internal Revenue Service which again owns the policy or the delegation for the classification of employees and non-employees, independent contractors. 26 USC chapter 24 is where this is described. And on the screen I've circled, section C is in Charlie. It says independent contractors classification. Now it doesn't say 1099, but as the IRS says, 1099 is where you put the wages for these independent workers. So this is the classification for it. But also note under Section 530, consistency requirement. It states, treat all workers in similar positions in the same substantive consistency, as well as for all requirements for Form 1099, also report the consistency for that. What does that mean? It means do not mix both of those folks together. They are different under the classification of Chapter 24. So in essence, the 1099 work is almost like in their own crystal ball, in their own uh, you know, bubble when it comes to the classification. Again, we reference our other video called Know Your Rights. Here we look at a federal rule. It's called USC 1028A as an apple. It's labeled aggravated identity theft. Why we like this? Because here's the problem. When an employer or child support reclassifies a 1099 worker as if they are a regular employee, this statute covers that. We feel that this statute covers that. The case law we use is called United States of America versus Naranjo or Naranjo decided in the Second Circuit. And here we have circles on the screen, parts of that law in Section 1. It says it is unlawful to change the classification of the employee or non-employee, as well as when it comes to money, property, and benefit, it is a felony to change the status for your own program. That's the reality check. This code says it's a federal rule. You cannot arbitrarily change the status of a worker. So let's move on to what is called the Child Support Employer 
manual. Here we have the most current version, which is September 2019. This is the guide for employers in the role of the child support program. In the document, you'll find a section called, how do I report the termination of child support? Well, one, it says, if the employee no longer works for the program, that's part of termination, as well as you may voluntarily notify child support if you are withholding payments for an independent contractor or non-employee. This section is called termination. You terminate someone from child support if they fit either of those two categories. Again, the federal rule says you cannot mix classification. So this part of the manual is saying, you employer, if you decide to change the classification of your independent worker, that is on you. You can notify us as voluntarily, but we never instructed you to do that. We have no authority in which to change the classification of your workers. But if you choose to do so, you choose so at your own risk. We also like to quote this case, Tongle versus Usury, where it states, even where state officials are administering federally funded programs, that state official is still acting under the color of law. We have a video that's called Know Your Right, but also we have another video called The Color of Law Form, how to complete that form. So here, if the employer dealing with the child support decides to change the classification, what the child support agency is saying, you do that on your own. We did not instruct you to do so. Now, how all this happens, when you go to court or you're summoned to court for the first time, you will face what is called a support magistrate. Under New York law, it's 205.32. This support magistrate is an attorney and has been practicing for several years. Here's where the problem and here's where the fraud begins. We talk about our lawsuit against the support manager. The support magistrate is an attorney. They're not a certified public accountant. They're not a licensed tax preparer. They're not a licensed bookkeeper or a financial advisor. If they were any of those categories, who has the authority to punish if they were to violate that? The Internal Revenue Service. So they were clever in their classification. They ensured that an attorney calculated the child support, not a CPA, because they would know they would be violating a federal rule and they would be subject to what? A lawsuit under the color of law. So this is where the fraud, it is absolute fraud. And again, we welcome any opinion on this, but we point out clearly here is one of the many frauds. And if you'd like to sue the support manager, one of the ways we we point out is that you can sue them as a private party under state actors rule using Owen versus city of independence. So that's one of your remedy. On this channel, we have a video called the five lawsuits and the support manager is number two. Uh, please review that. You can see what other remedies you have in far as filing a lawsuit. So here's the best part of this video that we've said. We said you can sue the child support or the support manager for within the small claims court, and usually small claims court has a maximum of $5,000.
they violated a federal rule by reclassifying you as an employee for garnishment. There was no such authority from either Congress or the IRS. So therefore, in our opinion, they have no jurisdiction over independent workers. If you have no jurisdiction, then the order, support order that you basically slapped on these men are what? Unconstitutional or, as you want to argue, violate a federal rule. So this is where we say you can file a small claims court against identity theft. So we decided to look at some of the states who tried to implement or circumvent the delegation of authority by the IRS. What we discovered was Kansas does not allow that. However, the make big states such as New York, California, Texas, all the big states that's looking for more money, they tried to write laws to circumvent the delegation. As we know this with the Supremacy Clause of the United States, you cannot circumvent the federal rule but they're trying to. So here we have a section called Call to Action. We have a video called Give Back My Paycheck on this channel. I want you to review that if you can, we were suggesting, to understand the income withholding order and how you can fight the child support. As you now know, 1099 workers, independent workers, do not fall into the wage garnishment category because they're not employees. So here's the other call to action to stop this uh, fraud. Get a copy of the Justice uh, the Department of Justice letter and the COL form, which is called the Color of Law form or Deprivation of Rights form. Then contact your employer and ask for all the documents that were sent to you as a result of the child support program. What you'll do with that, we recommend, is that you draft a letter to your employer demanding that they stop the wage garnishment because your status of a 1099 independent contractor is covered by the IRS and therefore child support has no authority to continue the action against you. Or else you can file a lawsuit or you can file a small claims court for identity theft. Also, if you have additional questions on, on our conclusion, please feel free to send us your comments, your questions, uh, and further discussion. We have other detailed information around this topic. We didn't put it in the video, but we welcome you to reach out to us. And next, start the process now to separate yourself from the child support program. As always, we are here for comments, suggestions, questions. Uh, if you have ideas on videos you'd like us to review, please let us know. In addition, we're also asking for a small donation for us to continue our research. Uh, we're asking for uh, a $25 gift or any amount just so that we can continue to bring you research on the child support program and how it violates your rights. So this is the end of our presentation. There are some recommended videos on the screen that we ask you to review that would further help you in your quest and challenge to rid yourself of this fraudulent program. We've shown that this is a fraudulent program. And thank you. Have a good day.